You're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. You're listening to SWOTOR Reforged. Swotor Reforged is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com, affordable earbuds for your smartphone or MP3 device, engineered for awesome sound clarity and durability, starting at $19.95. Choose from four styles and six different colors. Use the code off the record for 30% off, free shipping, and a lifetime warranty, all at TweakedAudio.com. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Swotor Reforged. This is episode 14. Today's record date is October 1st, 2012. Happy October, everyone. I am your host, Jedi Master Ivarwin, and you know him as the Lore Master. Here is my number one on this ship. Lewis. Lewis, the lore master, Olan. Hello, Ivarwin. Thank you much for the kind intro, sir. Yeah, welcome Hello. back. Welcome back. Yeah, same to you. Welcome back. We ready to strap in, take the ship off for another run. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. And a huge welcome back to Fred, Sith Lord Corv. That's right. I took my adrenals. I got over the Rackle Plague. I'm back. <laughs> That's what you had, huh? It was the Rackle Plague? (laughs) Yeah, your plan didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. That's That's why we're in the cockpit and you're in the passenger bay in the back. That's right. (laughs) Hey, that's cool with me because lightning can go through all these electronics. (laughs) (laughs) uh, We've got a different, a little bit of a different format for the show. Um, It's going to be a little bit more streamlined, not so many bumpers, uh, streamlined conversation. So, uh, so we hope you, we hope you enjoy that. And uh, we've got that in store for you right now. Um, However, gentlemen, before we uh, sit in the, uh, in the back and, uh, and have a little discussion with our, uh, our blue milk and uh, our hollow chess, where where should we take where should we take the uh, the the Millennium Eben or the the Eben Millennium I should say <laughs> <laughs> Eben Falcon Millennium Hawk what <laughs> right the uh, the Eben Millennium <laughs> I know, I've got this dart in my hand I'm looking at the galaxy map I think I should just close my eyes and toss it <laughs> where are we going we're we're starting out here in in uh, in Coruscant and uh, we're gonna how about the uh, how about Hoth you guys want to go to Hoth. I have a better idea. Let's pick up where my good friend Darth Angrel left off. Let's go to Tython. Tython, I, huh? I have a machine right here that he left me. I think we can have some fun. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, strap in. Here we go. Making the jump to light speed. Here and here we go. All right, so while we're traveling through space... Let's uh, let's go uh, take a little walk in the back and uh, and have a sit down with uh, with all of our friends here that joined us today, and start to have a little chat. So Fred, um, we were talking off air a little bit, right? And you mentioned that this thing that you found on Audible, correct? Yes. Let's uh, let's hear a little bit about that because this 
I want to I want to start off with this first because this this thing is just it's what a gem you found. This is an absolute gem for those who are huge Star Wars fans and huge fans of of um you know of of audio uh, book audio and all that. I mean, this is just a win all around, an absolute win. Definitely, I found this thing. See, I've been subscribed to Audible for months now. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those subscriptions that I just sort of forgot about because the only Audible books I've really listened to are the Old Republic series. But in the meantime, I've had all these credits piling up for being a subscriber. So I had like six of them, and I had to find something to spend them on. Mm-hmm. So I went to Audible site, and I searched for Star Wars because I know there's a ton of Star Wars books on there. Yeah, And that's when I came across this thing called Star Wars. And in parentheses, it said Dramatized. And I was like, what is this? So I click on it and I read the summary. And this is an old fashioned radio show, like a story, you know, like they had like Orphan Annie on Christmas Story where the little kid sits there and listens to this radio story. (laughs) It's one of those, but Star Wars. And this is the story of Luke Skywalker before he actually was recruited to the Jedi Order by Ben Kenobi. And this starts off a little bit before episode four. And I'm assuming that it actually goes through all of A New Hope. Because there's a sequel to this that came out a little while later of The Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. And I'm not all the way through it yet, but this first Star Wars one, this thing is amazing. The things that Princess Leia did with creepy military men <laughs> to save the galaxy. <laughs> All right. And if anybody's interested in this, you know, there's all sorts of different audible codes that you can find out there. And I'm pretty uh, sure if you listen to our old Diablo on our network podcast, there was a code there that might still work. And that'll get you one free audiobook download. But if you're already an audible subscriber, you can get the book for 19.58 or one audible credit. And that's the whole first story which is broken into chapters. I'm pretty sure when it originally aired, they played about an hour or so of it in chronological episodes until this production was done. And it first aired in 1981. Wow. Now, it also... This thing also stars uh, Mark Hamill, you're saying, and and Anthony Daniels, written by George Lucas. Yes. George Lucas gave the rights for this to be created. Okay. And it was adapted by Brian Daly. Brian Daly or Daly, yeah. Okay. Now, is this, is this, this isn't episode four. This is a little bit after. Or a little before. It starts a little before and it goes through episode four. Okay. It actually covers that story. And the most jarring part, I, I was totally into the Star Wars universe and enveloped in the story, but the most jarring thing is when they have this Darth Vader speak, and he doesn't have the voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no mass, no no breathing? Yeah. Ah. yeah uh, and you hear the breathing, but the, the voice is just not there. It's not the same. Yeah. It's not James Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually a slightly good impression of James Earl Jones. <laughs> oh, hold on a second here. Kick, give that a kick, Lou. Give that a little yeah, kick. There we go. Yeah. All right, thanks. Cool. I don't know how that happens. 
gotta get I gotta get uh, Bodar to look at that. So what is uh, leaking out of this panel? <laughs> Nothing. I think, just, just ignore it for now. Don't worry about that. Don't, don't worry about it. Jesus. Don't worry about it. It's, it's good. <laughs> I think I just bent something. I I think you did. You may have broken something actually. Bodar is gonna is gonna kill you. <laughs> don't don't tell him anything about That's that. All right. I'll just mess with these wires. All right, so Star Wars dramatized. Um, I I don't know. Can you like find this anywhere else other than? I mean, believe it or not, this is not an ad for Audible. Believe it or not. <laughs> um, I mean, is this? Can you find it anywhere else? Do you even know? Can we can we see if we can get some information on that? I honestly have no idea. Yeah. But as I said, I had six Audible credits saved up, so this is just one of the things I decided to snag at the time. Yeah. And I'm glad I did because it puts you right into the star wars story i mean this, this really is a hell of a find oh yeah it, yeah i just can't believe it's out there <laughs> it helps ease you into it even more because it's mark hamill right that is luke skywalker from the movie it it sure is that uh, yeah. the one and only <laughs> the one and only mark hamill and to this day this broadcast when it aired on npr in 1981 it generated the largest response in the network's history 50,000 letters and phone calls in a single week, Jeez. an audience of 750,000 per episode, and a subsequent 40% jump in NPR listenership. Wow. And this wow. is 1981. I mean, we're talking about, you know, a, a world where the population is not nearly as, as big as it is right now. I mean, for 50,000 letters to come in, I mean, that's a that's significant. It's significant now, but back then it was even even more so. So... Wow! All right, great, Fred. Thanks for uh, thanks for for uh, bringing this up. I really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, you out there listening, um, we'll we'll pick it up and uh, let us know. Let us know how you what do you think about it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. And I didn't even know this was out there, so I figured I'd mention it. And hopefully, other people jump on and give it a listen too. Yeah. Um. All right. We've got we've got a monster of a topic that I want to I want to cover on the show. And it's this, it's this thing that's, that's kind of been, it's been really controversial. I believe it started, let's see, um, it says here the 26th was the first post on the forum. So that would be Wednesday of last week. So that's, was that, that was patch day. Yeah, that was patch day. Cause that was the day that we did the Hollow News. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, 1.4 dropped, um, yeah, we didn't have reaction to this at the time because the patch dropped two hours later. Boom, Hollow News comes out. Um, and at that time was when this post started to really come out. Actually, I think we started Hollow News before this post was even written. Right, I think we did. Yeah, we were in the midst of just, I guess, finishing our show prep, yeah. getting ready to go, and, and that starts. That stuff still wasn't out there, but I think uh, we got wind of it. You know, when we were done, or yeah. soon afterward. Absolutely, and it, it, this really has become quite the quite the hot button issue. Um, and I can understand why too, because and we're we're about to get into this. It really does implement. Um, it really does implement a, a bit of a a bit of a grind, uh, more than just a bit, actually. And and we'll we'll give you know reaction, but but first, let me just introduce the topic, okay? And that is, and that is this. Um, Black hole commendations have been removed from story mode um, EC. Okay, and 
the the problem with this is that you need those black hole comms. You got to farm those up, and they're not easy to get. Um, in order to 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 get gear, in order to get yourself into higher level higher level uh, operations. Now, the post started on nine twenty six. Is is this? And I'm going to quote it. it. Comes from um, geez, I don't even know if I should say this person's name. I mean, it's right there on the forums, but um, it, well, just Carla. We'll just we won't leave her last name because Carlia. Carlia. <laughs> or Bradford. Bradford. <laughs> so I couldn't resist. Our, uh, I love Joe Bradford. He's he's the man. <laughs> the uh, news director of Quest Gaming Network, Joe Bradford. Uh, so Carla says, and I quote, uh, I'm currently in a raid group that just downed Zorn and Toth in story mode. You see? And there were no black hole comms on the boss. I can't find anything about it in the patch notes. Was this supposed to happen? Um, now, it, it took some time, but what eventually happened was Allison Berryman uh, found topic and, and did reply. And she says this. Uh, I do have an update on this issue. The change was intentional. And we'll be adding it to the patch notes. Bosses in story mode operations. Story mode operations no longer drop black hole commendations in game update 1.4. And then she says, uh, you know, thank you to everyone who brought the topic up and apologizes for the confusion over it. Um, we've got we've got another quote here from her as well, and I want to get into that in a minute, but um Lou, initially, all right, on this whole idea that black hole comms are not dropping off of story mode bosses. Why is this why is this bad? Go ahead. Well, I think it's another source that players had at their disposal to pick up these accommodations because yeah, they're not, not hard to get, but then again, you are restricted by the fact that a lot of the uh, the majority of, of, of quests that you have that will drop a, a good amount of these per week, or again, are weekly. Mm, okay? Right, yeah. And the pieces of gear you need to get, or that you would like to get, uh, with the Black Accommodations, they're not very cheap. Not at all. <laughs> okay? Um, it's just like the uh, the daily stuff you get when you first become a level 50. You know, you go to either like Belsavis or on Ilum, and you look at the vendors there, you can see that a lot of those pieces cost at least what? You know, uh, such as the earpiece implants, like, you know, 200 pieces or 200 comms a piece. Yeah. All right. And you're not so getting, you, just just so those of you out there, because I'm not raiding yet, and I, I right now I'd like to get black hole comms, but really what I seem to be getting off of my dailies are, are the daily, the daily comms. Um, and I, I'll get like a black hole com every now and again. The amount of black hole commendations that you do eventually start getting are like in the single digits. You're right. talking one, two, six, maybe off of off of certain things, and that's just doing like you know weekly weekly uh, quests. Your daily quests, you might get one or two at the most. I think, Fred. I mean, do you do you know like off the top of your head? Because because I I'm sorry, I don't know. Um, do you happen to know off the top of your head like how many? How many comms you get off of one of these weeklies? Or, excuse me, dailies? I don't know off the top of my head. Okay, yeah, because I don't think uh, that... Yeah, I think you, get, you don't get any. Uh, if you do the black hole dailies on Corellia and the black hole, yeah, you'll only get black hole comms from the weekly mission, which, well, for the Empire, uh, it's for the uh, the end of Torvik's mission, weekly right. mission. Right. That's. I think that's the one I'm seeing. And 
I think it's 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 a low amount. I'm really sorry it's, that I, I think don't. It's five tops with that. You get five with that one. Okay. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And and you're saying like the the uh, in order to really get any kind of any gear off of this is you got to farm up to almost 200, right? It's it's 200. Yeah, at least I mean the cheap pieces. I don't want to top my head like maybe over 100 or close to. Gosh, where's Patrick? We need him. <laughs> <laughs> Pad, where are you? <laughs> where are you? Where are you? We need you. Yeah. But uh, if I remember correctly, the cheapest pieces will be the the belt and the bracers. All right, but I mean, yeah, obviously the the, the the devil is in the details on this, and and unfortunately, some of the finer points of the details we we just don't have because we're not really involved yet in that part of the end game. But the fact of the matter is that. This is a very hard to get these comms. B, it takes a long time in order to farm up the amount of comms that you need in order to get a, a piece of, of gear or a reward out of this. And C, they are now, um, they have now removed one way in which you can get these comms. Which tend to be this this part of getting like the the way you can get these comms. This story mode seems to be like the easier one of the easier ways of getting the black hole commendations. That I think A, B, and C here is really like the meat of this particular topic. Tough to get the comms. You need a lot in order to get anything decent, and, uh, and at the same time, they're removing one of the easiest ways in which to get them. I mean, uh, uh, Lou, would you agree that's basically what the meat of this really is? Right. Uh, essentially, what they're doing is, yeah, they are taking they are taking that away from the player base. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, it's their game, and yes, uh, according to the quote here from Allison, she says, "All right, they wanted to separate, you know, story mode from the actual progression version of these of these operations." Okay. So, yeah, I, I mean, now they have to, they're giving players another avenue which to get these comms, and they are going to compensate. I mean, she says here what we did, however, add black hole commendations to the weekly explosive conflict mission. So now you can uh, also obtain commendations that way. All right, but then that's just one mission. Okay, one weekly mission. Story modes, okay, you have a few more options to go with their story modes. So I don't know whether or not that's going to be, to me, that's not that's not a one for one, you know. That's like a a a I, you know, you're taking away four and you're just giving me one. So, right. Okay. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say they definitely need to add a few more of them, either to dailies or possibly give you one every time you do like a hard mode flashpoint or something. Make it accessible other other ways, but not as fast as if you do the harder modes of operations. Um, now, obviously, this, uh, this poses a huge problem on the forums. There's a lot of people really angry about this. Um, what I want to do right now is I want to give the explanation that Allison Berryman has, has provided for us on the forums. And then, Fred, I want to cut over to you, um, with, with some of, some of the stuff that you were saying earlier about, about, um, you understand why this is, but at the same time, you can also understand um, from their perspective, like why this might actually have been necessary. 
Because I, I think you brought up a really good topic off air, and I want to just kind of you know bring it to light. Because I don't know if anyone's really saying this right now. So, um, let's start off simply, okay? Allison Berryman, in response to a lot of this stuff on the forums, says, and I quote: um, "I asked Ahmad Zabara, who is a senior designer, to share some more details about this change. The reason we remove the commendations from story mode." is that our goal to separate story mode operations from operation progression going forwards. In the previous setup, story mode was the best way to farm black hole commendations, which wasn't our intent for the different difficulty modes. Going forward, hard mode and nightmare mode will be the source of progression in operations. We did, however, add black hole commendations to the weekly explosive conflict mission. So you can also obtain the commendations in that way. Now, um, let's see. Basically what they're saying is they've removed all the black hole commendations from story mode because they, they, they feel as if it's not like black hole commendations aren't worthy of being dropped in story mode and that from now on you're going to be getting them in hard and nightmare modes. But in order to offset the loss, they they added uh, commendations as a, re- as a reward to the weekly explosive conflict mission. Now, Fred, what say you on this? Why do you think... Why do you think this was... Why do you think that this might have been necessary from their perspective? Well, I think that the reason that they did this is because they were... You know, they have the metrics behind all this. I think that they were seeing a lot of operation groups just farming story mode over and over again to get the black hole comms, and they didn't see nearly enough people doing the hard modes and nightmare modes, and they needed to find some way to get people to do that content. And they took... They had one of two options, either to give more incentive to do the harder modes or to take away the incentive to do the easier mode. And they went with the second option of doing that. Either way, I believe that this change should have been in the patch notes. Um, yeah, I I agree. I agree to that, and I think I think everyone agrees to that. I mean, I don't know if they intentionally. I mean, Lou, do you think they would intentionally leave something like this out of the patch notes and just wait for someone to just say, "Hey, wait a second. I don't think they would intentionally do that. Um, however. Okay, they have not reported things as actively as we'd like them to have done so in the past. <laughs> yeah. Okay, where it has been the player base pointing it out, pointing out their mistakes, or I should say not their mistakes, their omissions. Um, and to me, something like this should definitely have made it in. Uh, I believe that's part of the fuel, that's part of the fuel of the anger right now amongst the communities. The fact that the player base, you know, got blindsided. Right. Okay, and they're you know they're probably I would submit a ticket. Hey, what happened? Oh yeah, you know I, I, sure. me and my guild, my friends just did this thing, and we got nothing. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, um, reaction is is just been has been really angry on the forums, and um, which is kind of unfortunate because I mean, uh, you know. You know, we don't we don't want that that sort of thing to 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 happen. You know, we want everyone to you know we want to enjoy the game, and um and enjoy what we're doing. Um, 
I think I think the mistake of leaving this out of of the um of the patch notes uh, can can create this air or this thought that it was done intentionally and uh and therefore we we can't trust them to to give us you know important information when it's when it's necessary um and if it was done intentionally you know that's that's definitely not cool you know not at all not when people are are you know spending a lot of time trying to farm these commendations and then you you take it away from them that's not cool which i don't know if i don't know if bioware would 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 do that i I don't know it just doesn't make sense you know i mean they've they've been very straightforward with uh negative things before why not why not now and and certainly you know something like this is not i mean you know it's it's negative but they've been straightforward with you know uh news that's been you know far worse than this you know what i mean like i i sort of think this might have just been uh an oversight which is not good either but (laughs) I, I don't know. This last patch in particular from the different posts around the forums, it seems like they left a lot of stuff out of the patch notes. And there's been a few issues that have cropped up where typically Allison Berryman's the one responding and then she goes, Oh, it's been added to the patch notes now. Yeah. I mean, Lou and I picked up, um, last week, we picked up on something that was left out of the patch notes and, um, we weren't even a hundred percent sure like it was in the game. And then later on, we found out that, that it was in the game. Um, the, uh, the gear bind thing. Remember that, Lou? Mm-hmm. We were, uh, we were reporting on it and I was like, gee, you know what? Maybe we should slow our roll here for a second because I'm not 100% sure because it wasn't in the patch notes. I'm not 100% sure I even made it into update 1.4. Yeah. And if you wouldn't have backed off, imagine how up to date you would have seemed. <laughs> <laughs> Allison Berryman. Pulse. Yeah, Allison Berryman would have been typing an email to us like yeah, that was a good point, and I'm going to add it to the patch notes. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> finger on the pulse, just like I got my finger in this hole, keeping the oil in. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. By the way, we got a uh, maybe we can get uh, Bodar. Can you come over here for a second? Yeah, the oil thing. Yeah, can you? Uh... All right, okay. Maybe now's not the good time for it. <laughs> Where's that worthless droid we have? <laughs> Currently being worthless, I suppose. <laughs> uh, doesn't even have a soldering iron. Not really. Absolutely nothing. There he is. <laughs> That's all right. I'll just weld this shut myself. Oh my god. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Thank you very much, Sith Lord Corf. Um, do we have anything else on this that we wanna we wanna just throw out there real quick? Any any residual? Any, uh, you know, residual thoughts? Because, I mean, this is basically it in a nutshell. Um, people are angry on the forums about this. You know, this is the topic. Uh, they've removed the black hole commendations out of, out of, uh, out of story mode. Uh, they put it into explosive conflict mission, uh, weekly. And, uh, from now on, you're going to be getting these comms out of, uh, hard mode and, and uh, nightmare mode in uh, in your rating, and they feel like it's it's uh it's it's to balance the game out a little bit, balance progression. That's that's it in a nutshell. Um, you guys got anything else on this, Lou? Yeah. Um, yeah, go for it. Again, if this was an omission, okay. In no way am I. I'm gonna caveat this. All right, I, I am in no way slighting anyone over there. Mm-hmm. But this is stuff that cannot cannot slip through the cracks. Okay. Um, 
you know, I don't want to, I personally don't want to hear, well, we have so many departments. Well, you know what? It's your job to get all the information from the departments before you release something. Yeah. Okay. You, you absolutely must make sure all your departments are talking to each other and saying, yes, this is exactly what my department's putting in the patch notes. All right. What have you got? Well, this is exactly what we're putting in right now. Okay. Is there nothing else you have in the works that's, you know, still in, in progress? No. You're sure? No. This <laughs> is it. This is the finalized version of what you got. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Th- that I mean, has uh, to be done. Yeah. The communication. I mean, if that if this is a, an oversight because of lack of communication, I mean, you know, that that sort of thing in, in this respect. I mean, this was a, a this was a big flub. And yeah, uh, that, that's like saying, oh, by the way, that that little attachment for your seatbelt, it may not work properly. <laughs> oh well, we didn't get that from the department. Well, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's You're just great that every six weeks they can come out with the patch now, and then they can just slowly hotfix things in there and be like, oh, yeah, that was there since we dropped the patch. It just wasn't in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> Content every six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, what about what about uh, what about our weekend game? Um Concerning concerning 1.4, uh, Lou, I think you you had you had something with uh, with some 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 hitching, some graphical uh, some graphical lag. Yes, yes, I had some problems initially with the game after 1.4 hit. Mm-hmm. I had some really I wouldn't say bad, but just annoying stuttering problems. Um, just simply turning left or right, <laughs> okay, or just trying to walk from place to place. And there's no one around me but me. I'm on my ship. All right. And there may be 12 other people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. On the Phantom. Well, I mean, the reason why we're bringing this up, um, Lou, you saw this on the forums too, correct? That, that people were, were kind of scratching their head over, over the, uh, over the, uh, I guess the lag, if you will. I mean, is that, is that what you were experiencing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say, yeah, probably like rendering lag because what happened was a lot of people don't, uh, know by now. 1.4 also dropped a lot or a bunch of, uh, especially the shadow optimization for the game. Okay, so yeah, you had the folks over at Bioware add some additional tweaks to the engine. All right. And for a lot of people, uh, the new changes didn't agree well with their systems. <laughs> all right. Mm. And mine, it didn't agree with at all. Well, not at all, but it just had some issues. Okay, because I run on both my laptop and my desktop, I run SLI mode. So I dual video cards running and that's fly. And for those who run crossfire configurations, yeah, You're everyone the man. was having issues. <laughs> you are the man, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and so initially I thought it was just me or the fact that, you know, maybe because I'm on the you know, third instance of the Imperial fleet. All right. It could be there, you know, quite a few hundred people. I should just get out of here. <laughs> but as uh, a couple of days down the road, so I figured like Friday, Saturday, and I was still having uh, these issues. And uh, I hadn't gotten the forums the past couple of days, but then I actually went on Saturday morning to go visit and see, all right, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not alone. And yes, lo and behold, yes, there were some people you know, posting that had issues, uh, posting the particular problems, what kind of configurations they had in the computers, and so on. Uh, but fortunately for me, I was one of the lucky, uh, among the lucky ones where actually you know, NVIDIA did release a new driver. Okay, and I did update that. I got, uh, I tweaked my profile for Tor right. and my in-game preferences again, and I got it to work. 
and it's fine. However, you know, there's still people having issues. All right. Some to where they just can't play the game at all. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. So basically, um, for those of you out there that, that may be listening, um, if you're experiencing this, this graphical lag, even still, and you haven't really, you haven't done anything about it, you're not sure what to do. Um, we're recommending that you update your drivers. And then again, uh, go back into your graphical preferences and see if maybe a, a, a down tune, if you will, in quotes is, is required for your, for your system. Um, that might help. That might help because it, it, it certainly helped out Lou. Um, if not, I mean, uh, is there is there anything else on the forums that that's been uh, somewhat of an answer? Well, other than updating, of course, all your drivers for whatever video card you're using. Yeah. And I know for Nvidia, because that's what I use. Um, you know, you can create a a profile for the game, mm-hmm. so that when you run a particular game, you know, your cards will kick in and recognize, oh, this is Tor, or you know, this is Skyrim. So it knows automatically you know, to adjust itself, its performance for this particular game once it's up and running. Okay, so you're saying not the not the profile in game, but your your actual NVIDIA um, feature, your the software feature for for the NVIDIA video card that you run has this thing where you can create separate profiles, and that's what you were tweaking. Yeah, actually, I was doing okay. both. I'm going to recommend both. Tweak both okay. not only your in-game preferences, right? When you're actually running the game, but even before you do that, uh, before you log into the game, uh, for NVIDIA, you can, can you know create your own game profile so that the, the system knows, hey, when I run this game, this is what how I want you to, how I want you it's prepared to run. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. And then see what works. And you know, the, for a lot of people, it has worked. Uh, again, the drastic measure is to just turn off the shadows completely. <laughs> Although it may, you know, may dull the game a little bit. Yeah, it's not going to look as good. However, <laughs> it's going to run smooth. Actually, Lou, I haven't noticed that big of a difference between having the shadows on high and not having them on at all. Really? Like even even with the old shadow models and the new ones, it hasn't really changed my performance much at all. That's actually the one thing that does slow my my computer down is is shadowing. And not not just for Tor, for for pretty much every game. I need to I need to update my I got to update my card, but yeah, that that actually is one thing that really does slow it down. Um Fred, what's been going on with you in game a little bit? Well, the last weeks since I've been having Horrible lag spikes since 1.4 came out. I've focused on PvP the entire week. The well, hold on a second. We'll okay. we'll get to the PvP in just a second. What's been going on with the with the lag? You've been doing the same thing that Lou's been experiencing. I think I may have had it worse than Lou at the beginning of the week, where really I anytime I turn left or right, like my screen would actually freeze up. Wow, see this this boggles me because I I've literally had absolutely nothing. I couldn't even do PvE content. Unless I was with my girlfriend, and for some reason, I think because her machine isn't as good as mine, because hers is the computer that I upgraded from. Yeah, her settings were lower naturally, so she was getting more lag, but she didn't really notice it because she's used to lagging a little bit when she plays already. That's crazy. But me, it took me from running the game smooth as butter to. Feeling like I was playing on a machine that had eight megabytes of RAM. What are you, Joan Rivers? <laughs> Smooth as butter. 
God, I can't believe we did that in unison. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Pardon me. <laughs> go, go get him, Bodar. <laughs> get him, Bodar. <laughs> So, so sooner or later, uh, they're going to figure out why the ship is damaged all the time. Yeah, yeah. You keep taking that uh, that that lightsaber of yours out. Gross. So, <laughs> so how did you did you actually end up fixing this, or did it just eventually, I don't know, speed up or lag less? No, I'm I'm still having it's lagging less, but I'm still having it bad enough to where I don't feel comfortable doing PVE because I get killed and then I got to pay high repair costs and try to run back and literally when I'm running a character it's like I go forward five steps and then I cut back two. Okay. Like I'm actually warping back as I'm running and that annoys me to no end. So I've just been doing PvP because I figure if I get killed in there I'm not taking any durability damage or anything. Hmm. Speaking of uh, PvP, I've been getting into that a little bit myself. I finally hit uh, Valor rank 10. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, during sir. during this week, yeah, I hit Valor rank ten, and I uh, I picked up the uh, I didn't I never had the recruit set. I never had it. I mean, I don't PvP, which you know those who listen to the show they know that I I don't I don't I don't do that. And I started getting into it, I was just on a whim, and um, I found out there's there's a recruit set out there that that uh, that adds those those stats that you need, um, which is slipping my mind right now. Uh, Fred, help me out with it. What is it? Uh, Resolve. Resolve. Thank you. Resolve. <laughs> yeah, it adds, it adds the resolve stats. Expertise. <laughs> Thank you, Fred. Expertise. <laughs> Expertise. Expertise. Resolve. And uh, so I've been I've been uh, enjoying that. Um, what what about Fred? What's what's going on with your PvP experience? Well, I decided I wanted to work on a lower level character because I'm not going to jump into level 50 PvP without being able to move around much at all. <laughs> See, that's what I did. I just I went right into it. I'm like level 50. I hear it's like you got to be really geared. I don't care. I'm going to wear my PVE. Well, I <laughs> wouldn't mind about the gear difference. It's just a matter of I can barely move, and the other people can move around. Yeah. <laughs> so I went with my Jedi Consular, who is a shadow. Okay. Tank spec. And that bolster buff is nice because I'm level 28 on him and I go into, for instance, Novara Coast and I go right for the north node and I'm stealthed in there. And every time the Imperial guys run in there, I just sap them and lag away, <laughs> sap them and lag away. <laughs> Until eventually the rest of the Republic comes in and destroys them. And guess what? That's all I have to do. I don't actually have to fight anybody because I'm raking up points for being a defender. I was going to ask you, does that does that actually give you those defense points? Yes. That's I can be cool. stealthed right there by the node. But, you know, I have to take it first. And then I stealth, and I'm hidden there, and I'm raking up 500 defense points. And I keep stealthing the Imper- or sapping the Imperials and watching them just wave around. And I think that some people have figured out an exploit to get really good at low-level PvP. Yeah, what's that? Well, I'm not entirely sure exactly how it's working, but they're figuring out some way to get expertise at very low levels. Because I've encountered some twinks that literally... 
you can't do any damage to them, and they... It's been Imperial Agents, the two that I've encountered. You can barely damage them at all, and they hit you one time without even being in um, cover at all. Mm-hmm. And they knock you down by like a third of your health. I don't they know. Hit you I don't three I, times in your day. Maybe they have. Uh, I mean, is the recruit gear available for for those who are not level fifty? I mean, no. You have to be level fifty. And okay. my initial thought, I'm not even sure if this is possible Could because be I've stem. never done. But I know that there is a workaround that people use to get mods and armorings to their mm-hmm. lower level characters. Yeah. By putting them inside of a piece of bind a legacy gear and sending them to a lower level character. I'm not sure if it's possible to maybe buy some of those expertise mods and stuff on a level 50 put them into a bind a legacy piece and send them to a lower level character. Yeah. But all I know is I encountered an Imperial agent that there were about five or six different Republic characters on this guy. We couldn't get him down a quarter of his health and he killed every single one of us. Yeah. Sounds like uh, he's got something going on over there. Gonna watch out for that. Yeah, it was terrible. Jeez. I knew it was not an even fight at all. Jeez, Lou, we can't even be safe in low-level PvP. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Lou, how's well, it? I'm really hoping it's, it's something wrong with the, the twinking process as opposed to <laughs> Twink. something more serious like a uh, an actual hack, you know? <laughs> I, I feel like that, that may need explanation, the word twink, in, <laughs> in this context. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what we are talking about, uh, you know, characters that, that get gear from the main character uh which is you know at the top end of their of their level <laughs> that's what a twink is if, if you don't know. sure sure that's what you were talking about <laughs> and lou <laughs> <laughs> um what's what's been going on with your power tech i mean did you uh you said last week i think that you were on balmora right yes and thank god i'm almost off that planet <laughs> <laughs> i thought you loved it there <laughs> oh my God, no. Don't get me wrong. Balmora is a fun planet. It's just that for some reason, it feels like it takes forever to right. quest there. It takes forever. to Okay. Yeah. I could, yeah, I could sort it, of see it, it's that. It's like, you know, it's a decent sized planet. So it's got some, you know, pretty big zones. And for me, it just somehow, it, 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 just, it just drags. <laughs> Doing the quest, it drags. Yeah. And then you get hit with the bonus series, you know, you're, you're just about, you know, you get into the spaceport, you're about to go, like, oh, here comes an NPC cutscene, dot. Damn it. Oh, hold on. S- yeah, looks like we're, uh, that's our ship alarm. Looks like we're about to come up on Hoth. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Time to freeze. <laughs> oh, awesome. My Gungan pizza's here. Awesome. <laughs> hold on a second. Bodar, uh, prepare us for, uh, okay. Yeah, Hoth. That thing. All right. So I'm sorry, Lou. Go ahead. <laughs> See, I don't know how it plays on the public side yet because I get to, I guess, get hit by more any of my public characters. But that, the Empire, it just drags. <laughs> to me, it just drags that planet. Yeah, it's it does the same thing on 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 the Republic side as well. It's just it's a it's a long planet, and um, I mean, there's there's great stories to be found there. But, um, but the fact of the matter is, is that it's, it does, it takes a while. It's, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a grind. Um, mm-hmm. it definitely is. It's got that grindy feel to it. I mean, but then again, I, I will never, ever tell someone, you know, to skip anything there. I, I, I always say, if you're going to quest on the planet, do all the side quests and do the bonus series because it always helps not only with XP, 
your legacy XP. Heck, extra chance to get more credits. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some really nice, uh, decent loot, whether you something you can use, your companion can use, or you know what? It's vendor trash and you're going to make a pretty penny off of it, which is still yeah, nice. Exactly. And if you do what I did, which was, which is just do the class quest and skip everything, um, you end up getting to the game, but once you get there, you're not really going to be able to, to finish yourself, you know, finish, finish off basically, uh, finish yourself off in that, in that class quest. Cause you're gonna be too low, <laughs> gonna do too low level. Um, which is what happened to me with my, my Jedi Knight. I was, I was all set for, uh, you know, for the Emperor. And, uh, I ran in there and found out I was not all set for the Emperor. I, I had to. Double I, gross. I, <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, doing, definitely doing all those side quests on, on planets. I mean, look, you need, if you're not 50, you need the XP. And it's just, it just boils right down to it, you know? Right. It's it's there, you know. I definitely always say do the quests. You know, they can be a lot of fun. And plus, you know what? If if you skip the planetary quests, uh, me, you know, as a lore master, you're missing out on a, on a nice side story for the overall universe of the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, they, the writers here for the planets they don't write stories out of thin air. Okay, everything is connected somehow. Okay. Yeah, you're in a different zone on the planet, but guess what? You know somewhere, you know, there's a link on a story that ch- that question you're on now links back to the other four you just completed, you know, in a previous zone. Yeah. Okay. Which links to the overall planet quest, which links back to the overall, gosh, you know, the war rekindling between the Empire and the Republic. Okay. Nothing's out of thin air. There's always a reason why there's, you know, there's always a reason for the planetary quests, the side quests. And I think you're cheating yourself out of, you know, if you enjoy the story of Star Wars, okay, like we do, then yeah, you're definitely missing out. You know, oh, so yeah. I say always just, just do them. Definitely want to, yeah, you want to, you want to catch up on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred, I want to go back to you. Do you have, um, anything else regarding your, your weekend play? Because I know you and I haven't really spoken much this week because you were getting over the Rackle plague. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, that's all I really had an opportunity to do, but I did it. Oh, ton of that. PvP. I went from Valor rank one to Valor rank twenty four. That's awesome, dude! Wow, wow. congratulations! Damn. Yeah, and the best part is I could barely do anything in all the war zones. Yeah. Well, you were effective. That's the whole thing. I mean, you've gotta you gotta be effective. Oh, here's the best part. Mm-hmm. I was in a hubball match. Yeah. And I was trying to chase somebody that had the hubball. Yeah. And I lagged and somehow ended up over the enemy's goal line, and then somebody threw me the hubball and I scored. <laughs> Lag for the win. <laughs> I don't even know how I got there. Void Star seems to be seems to be my favorite. I, I really enjoy Void Star. That one I like the most. Um, Lou, here's 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 what makes me happy. I see that that the guild that you're in on Jedi Covenant for the Empire side is finally allowing you to divulge their name on our show. Yes. You know, before, you know, I, I wasn't too sure how, how I, I would approach this. Okay. Um, in terms, you know, since they know what, what we do. <laughs> right. So. Well, let's let's start with this. What's their name? And uh, and what do they specialize in? PvP or PvE? All right. Well, it's the first question. Their name is Entropic. It's E-N-T-R-O-P-I-C, Entropic Guild, and... Yes, they're on Jedi Covenant and we're an Imperial Guild. Okay. okay. 
So and if if they, grievance they do, they, they do everything. <laughs> they do everything. Okay, so if, if grievance is not an option for you because you're really into into the empire and your empire all the way, hardcore empire, good for you. Um, Entropic Guild on Jedi Covenant is is a uh, is a maybe a place. Lou, are they are they looking for since they do everything PVE and PVP? Are they looking for extra people to join their ranks? Oh yes, they are. They're always looking for people. I mean, they do. Like I said, a whole bunch of things. They're always looking for people to run story modes with, flashpoints with. All right, if your operations minded, you know they always are looking for you know the people who have the time, okay, yeah. okay. and are committed to actually, uh, you know, who have the time to, to follow their, their operation schedule, you know, to chip in and help out. All right, they're always looking for people to do that. And you know, you're also like to go PvP if you want to go slaughter a pub, you know, pubs. <laughs> They're up on that too. They don't mind doing that as well. <laughs> Great. All right. So, Entropic Guild. Uh, do you have any? I mean, what have they, what have they been up to? You got any news on them? Uh, anything they've cleared recently? Well, right now they. Well, last week they just completed uh, Terra from Beyond Eight Man Story Mode. No. Yes. They did. Yes, they they finished it. Wow. I mean, and- congratulations, but I'm sorry at the same time because. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, that's talk about just gobbling the hell out of that content, and and, uh, and I'll, I'll I'll leave it alone. I'll leave it right there. But <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, didn't they say that story mode was going to be the same difficulty level as the last raid or last operation? So it was I, supposed to be like an alternate option for people that were already doing the current content. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, not that they, you know, for them they enjoyed it. Uh, right now, like I said, they only did an eight man, mm-hmm. and they have they had a blast. They they really enjoyed it. Okay, they, this is other than the uh, video card issues that you know people have been having because they've had it too. Some of them have had it as well. Um, they've had nothing but you know praise for one point four, and this is one of the highlights. They absolutely love TFE or Tower from Beyond. Okay. Uh, they like the challenge. They like the way it looks. Um, way everything's set up and they really they enjoy the hell out of it <laughs> and they look forward to it now um and right now they're looking forward you know they're, they're working on getting the team together to uh start tackling hard mode and that's currently in progress right now i think the biggest thing they're trying to do now is you know uh once they do an eight man you know trying to get everyone together and coordinate everyone for uh the 16 man version mm-hmm. but yeah they are totally psyched they they enjoyed it and uh you know, if you're looking for this sort of thing, if this sort of thing, you know, excites you, you want to, to tackle content in the game, yeah. you know, by all means, visit them, uh, you know, the website, entropic.engine.com, E-N-G-I-N.com, or use the, you know, search function, just punch up Entropic, you know, feel free to talk to anyone in the guild, okay? There's usually, you know, one or two officers are always on, Okay, like afternoon and during the day, since you know, remember, Jedi Coven is an East Coast server, <clears throat> so right. <laughs> bear in mind, work, school, real life. Yeah, of course. All right, <laughs> but there's always at least one person on you can talk to. Great, great. I mean, this is great for you know our listeners that are hardcore Empire. Um, they're they're looking for a guild, and uh, unfortunately, you know, those those of you out there who are hardcore Empire, you won't be interested in in um in our our Republic option, which is Grievance. Uh, this this is Entropic. Entropic Guild is uh is a great one. Uh, Entropic.engine.com. 
Um, and don't forget also, uh, Grievance, GrievanceGuild.com. You register uh, on their forums. A, um, a forum moderator will, will approve you. And you're in like Flint, man. You, uh, you have joined, uh, Grievance Guild. They are PVE, PVP, uh, minded. Um, Patrick is, uh, is part of them. They are the raid leader who writes our, our game guide for Holonet News. He's, uh, just a ton of, just a, a ton of uh, information in that guild. Just a, a good family, family based guild right there. Um, great to great to hang out, have a good time in. Hey, Evarwin, when yeah. we did the server merge, did Grievance end up having the Act Candorous Ordo thing? No, they did not have that. They did not. I'm surprised. I would have figured there would have been other guilds called Grievance. I thought so too, to be honest, and I was a little a little surprised. But no, they they didn't have that issue. Um, okay, so. <sighs> Let's, uh, I want to, I want to jump into, let's see how we're doing on time. Okay. I want to jump into the Jedi archives, but before we, before we do that, what I want to do is I want to talk about real quick, cause 1.4 dropped and it's, it's, it really is just aside from the negative things that we spoke on, I want to talk about some of the positive things. Okay. And just one or two things really quick. Um, I want to, I want to just, just go into that. So so Lou, let's start with you. Okay, what what's like one thing in 1.4 that you really love that you're really enjoying? Wow, I can't narrow it down to just one. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I will say this though. I mean, a lot of people have said that you know they don't like the graphics of Tor for some reason. I do, uh, especially now that I've got my cards working. Okay, with the latest drivers from Nvidia. Yeah, and. You know, I, I I'm actually going to ask you later on. You know, sometime this week or next week, we definitely have to meet up again. Uh, you know, in the safe spots <laughs> with you, Jedi and my Marauder. You know, and take some more screenshots. Oh yeah, that screenshot that we did was was awesome. We took yeah, uh, we Lou and I met up on on the in the black hole um, where you do the dailies and on Corellia, and uh, we took a, a bunch of screenshots in a in like a middle middle area. And, um, it was a lot of fun. I, I wanted to post them on the website. So, uh, so start looking for that. Um, probably around the time when we come out with the HoloNet around, around Wednesday ish. I'm going to, I'm going to have them up on the site. SwotorReforge.com. Right. And I, you know, especially now with the, you know, the graphical tweaks they came up with, with the shadow optimization features. Yeah. I think these, if it's the new batch we take sometime this week or next week, I think they'll look a lot better. Yeah. A lot sharper, a lot crisper. Because especially now with the cutscenes on my agent or my marauder, or my sorcerer, I'm like, damn, <laughs> <laughs> they are nice. Um, okay, so so losing to the graphics, uh, the optimizations. Fred, what about you? Well, I'm definitely into the new content, and I'm really looking forward to. Well, as I said, I've only really gotten to play the PvP lately. Yeah. So this this patch really didn't bring a whole lot that I've been able to get into. So I'm really looking yeah, forward that. to the new Warzone when it comes out now, strangely enough. So I guess you could say 1.4 really brought me a lot more excitement toward PvP because it bottlenecked me into doing that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So so Fred's looking forward to the PvP, but um I mean, you know, we had we had a whole bunch of new stuff come out. I mean, the the mood system was in this. I don't know if you had a chance to check that out. The, um, the LFG thing was huge, huge, huge. The, aside from Terror from Beyond, I mean, this patch should have been, uh, could, could have been called, um, better LFG. 
<laughs> I, I mean, though, that well, was... Well, Lee Varwin, as a Sith Lord, yeah, I'm sure you know how I feel about hanging out with other people. <laughs> and I'm sure you know what my mood is like. Right. And so, also, I would normally pick something like, you know, the ability to hide my companion's headgear. But that is broken at this point in time. So I will say the well, what are you talking thing. What are you talking about? Every time you go into a cutscene, it comes back. So oh, I would okay. say that my favorite thing is that they finally fixed it. So Kira and all of the other lightsaber people put their weapons away. All right, but that that I mean, uh, are you? Because I I have I have not seen this, and that's actually one of my favorite things is that the the headpiece is is now you can hide that. Um, I mean, is it just for the cutscene you see it? Or is it just when the cutscene's over, now it's appeared and you've got to make it go away again? Number two. As soon as you do a cutscene, it's back. It comes back. All right. And it's on the own issues list, so they're aware of it. So hopefully they fix that soon. Yeah, hopefully they do. Um, Because, like, you know, me, that was one of my favorite things is, is the fact that you can now... You can now hide the uh, the headpiece on the companion. Another part of the 1.4 that I really like, and this was this is really number one for me, was 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 the uh, the implementation of of uh, of being ported back to your original star point through the LFG system. Um, this has has optimized the entire thing. People are now using LFG a lot more than they were earlier, and it's just it's it's phenomenal. Um, I'm really just, I'm really very happy about about what 1.4 has brought to this game, and um, I sent out a tweet to uh, to at Swotor, and I told him, you know, every every major patch that these guys do, yes, I know, okay, something breaks, whatever. <laughs> I'm not looking for the broken crap. Every major patch they do has made this game far and away much better and accru- improved the quality of life in the game for me dramatically. So I'm really happy with 1.4. The LFG thing is, is phenomenal. And um, like I said, the companion uh, hide head slot thing is, is good too. Though, like you said, Fred, hopefully, hopefully they'll, they'll fix the, uh, the known issue with that. All right. And, and that's, that's pretty much the, uh, the show. We're going to go into the Jedi archives and, and Lou's got some information for us on, wow, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's, it's going to be, uh, coming up right now. So stay tuned for the Jedi archives. I think it would be wise if you took advantage of my knowledge of this. And we have landed on Hoth. Uh, Fred, I thought you said there was going to be like a space station around here where we can go inside and, and get some Jawa juice or something. No, Jedi, you don't pay attention to me. I wanted to go to Tython. You're the only person that knows where that is. Oh, jeez. Damn it. Fred, what'd you do to the hyperdrive? Oh, my God. I don't know. I'm just going to come over here and punch my Gungan corpse while we wait. <laughs> All right, Bodar. We can stay on the ship. <laughs> All right. Well, 
again, I guess apparently the hyperdrive is not is not functional, or I don't know what's going on with it. But uh, in any event, this is the Jedi Archives, and uh, and Lou's got a topic for us that we would all love to hear, and not this this mess. <laughs> and for- while he tells us that you should get out and push, <laughs> I might. <laughs> you should, and as soon as those thrusters kick on, we're gone. <laughs> Lou, take it away. <laughs> all right. Today's topic is one that, you know, we all talked about in the past, but we never really covered. It's HK-47, the coolest assassin droid ever. Ever? Ever. Ever. Come ever. on, we all like him. Oh, yeah. Whether you're a fan of KOTOR games, we all like HK-47 in his own way. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's got some of the greatest quotes ever. He does. Come he on. does. He absolutely does. I'm going to sit back here in my, my captain's chair and, and uh, just go ahead and let, let Lou just give us a little bit about HK. I mean, in his own words, recitation. Yes, as I said, I'm an assassin droid. It is my primary function to burn holes through meat bags that you wish removed from the galaxy. <laughs> Master. Oh, how I hate that term. <laughs> HK-47, to meet your Zurich on its functionality in KOTOR 2 The Sith Lords. Or one of my personal favorites from KOTOR 1. I am like a veritable fable, warning against the karma caused by murdering others. A morality tale, if you will. What utter irony. <laughs> HK-47 to Revan in Knights of the Republic 1. <laughs> <laughs> very, the very now quotable we all, HK. <laughs> we all know HK-47 was a hunter- killer assassin droid and a Jedi hunter who was constructed by the Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth Revan shortly after the end of the Mandalorian Wars in 3959 before the Battle of Yavin. Revan was inspired to seek more subtle methods of defeating his enemies because he would send HK-47 throughout the galaxy on little missions you know, to successfully assassinate countless targets who Revan deemed threats to galactic stability and peace. Wow, <laughs> what an agenda. <laughs> <laughs> now, Revan constructed HK-47 using Zerka Corporation's HK-24 series droid design as a basis for his model and included several zone upgrades. Okay. Now, as we remember from the first, of the first game, you know, HK-47 was badly crippled and captured on a mission in Mandalorian space shortly before Revan himself was captured by the Jedi Order. The assassin droid's memory core was damaged, causing him to forget, to forget about his master, and he went from owner to owner, many of whom he inadvertently slew personally. All right, For those who may not have played the first game, Knights of the Republic, yes, HK-47 has a peculiar history of uh, somehow terminating all his owners. Peculiar, <laughs> After huh? Revan lost him. <laughs> Either by accident or through deliberate action, somehow he always ended up killing his, his owners. <laughs> Which I'll get to in the next point. Okay, as a result of Revan's programming, HK-47 would display obedience to those he identified as his master, but had little regard for any form of life and was driven by a desire for violence and carnage. HK-47 characteristically used the term meatbag, a term we all know and love, we're all familiar with, when speaking organic life forms, especially with humans. After first witnessing HK-47's abilities firsthand, Revan decided that more droids of this design would make efficient agents in his plans to preserve galactic stability. HK-47 would become the basis of a new model of HK-series assassin droids, 
the HK50. Hmm, sound familiar? Which were manufactured at a secret facility on a planet called Telos 4. Again, going back a little further, remember when HK47 was a Mandalorian space in a mission, Revan was betrayed and left for dead by Malak, his apprentice. This would allow Bastila Shan and her Jedi Strike team to capture Revan and bring him back to the Republic. Since HK-47 himself became damaged while completing the mission he was sent on, he had forgotten, so to speak, his affiliation to Revan, and thus, again, began his journey of bouncing around from master to master, in each way killing them or disposing of them for some reason. <laughs> now, HK-47 would be reunited eventually with Revan while he was on Tatooine trying to recover the remnants of the star map so they could gain location of the Star Forge. Okay. And from this point forward, HK-47 would happily engage in destroying whatever Revan would allow him to do so, <laughs> and also aid in the destruction of the Star Forge as well. That's a KOTOR 1, folks. Now, at the end of this, okay, the first series, the first game, all right, HK-47 was left behind with Revan's wife, Bessela Shan, when he departed for the Unknown Regions. Revan would also have HK-47's memory of the past four years erased so that the droid would not discover his destination. And also for a short time, Basil Shad would leave HK-47 with the Jedi Council in Coruscant, hoping his murder instincts you know, could be calmed or you know, toned away by dealing with the Masters. Don't think it worked so well. <laughs> However, HK-47 was unwilling to stay and wait for his Master to return, and when Basila refused to tell the droid where Revan had gone, HK-47 left to find him. Now, during this attempt to find him, HK-47 again became heavily damaged and almost entirely dismembered. His remains were discovered by one of Revan's other droids, T3M4, who recovered HK-47 all his pieces and stored all his remains on board the Ebon Hawk. At this point in HK-47's story, he would be rebuilt and reactivated by the Jedi exile, Mitra Surik and join her in her quest to stop Darth Nihilus and save the Shattered Remains of the Jedi Order. The droid became enraged when he was informed of the existence of copies, the HK-50 series, and saw the coloration of his successors and their lack of using the meatbag reference. Their term was instead they used organic as signs of their inferiority, and he believed it to be an insult to himself. <laughs> so hoping to encounter one of these copies and eventually track them to where they are being created, HK-47 would join Mitra Surik on her journey to find and unite the surviving Jedi Masters from the former Jedi Howe Council after the first Jedi Purge. Now, along this whole journey, he would regain, you know, memories from his past and, you know, previous experiences on his adventures in the Ammon Hawk after Surik activated him. Now, at the end of the second game, okay, that's so probably to the Sith Lords, Surik would decide, you know, she decided that she had to find out what happened to Revan. And so she left HK-47 behind. Okay. Now, before she departed from space, known space, she had heard from the Reformed Jedi Council that HK-47's programming seemed to compel him to seek out his master, no matter where he or she you know, is or where they may have gone, and that the droid had left to search for Revan once again. And this ties into the timeline now we have uh, – few centuries later, and now we're in the timeline of the Old Republic, where guess what? We get to meet up with this old familiar face. 
in a particular flashpoint. So that's HK47 in a nutshell. There's a lot more of them out there. If you really want to find out uh, every little de- detail that they use for him for the two games of Knights of the Republic 1 and Knights of the Republic 2, please do so. He's got a lot of great stuff in there, a lot of great lore, and you know a lot of his references. And I cannot stress how funny these things are. If you ever heard the <laughs> actor speak with these lines... <laughs> You know, you could tell he relished them. And, you know, if you've ever had that flashpoint in the Republic game, then you know exactly what you're in for. (laughs) Wonderful. Thanks again, Lou. This is, uh, you know, KOTOR 1 was one of my favorite games of all time. And uh, and certainly HK47 was one of my favorite characters of all time, including Carth Onassi. So um, to, to get this information has just been wonderful for me. So thank you very much for finding it. You're welcome, sir. Hope everyone enjoys it. Yeah. All right. Uh, that brings us to the bottom of the show. Uh, we would like to thank Clipset from America for their five-star review on iTunes. Thank you very much, Clipset. And Fred, why don't we start uh, talking a little bit about some of the uh, the QGN shows that we have here at the Quest Gaming Network? Why, certainly. Our record times are as follows. Minecraft, off the record, records Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Planetside, off the record, records Thursday afternoons at 3 p.m. Elder Scrolls, off the record, records Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Diablo, off the record, records Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Swotor, Reforged Holonet, records Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. But it's not a live recording. And as far as the QGN community cast is concerned, we released episode 6 this last week. Our guest was Daniel Boone Wilson, and Paige, my girlfriend and the editor of the second edition of Continua. And we are looking for more guest hosts for the QGN Community Cast. If you're interested in being a guest host on there, send us an email, qgncommunity at gmail.com. Tell us your name, specify if you're a legal adult or if you can provide parental consent, and the names of any QGN hosts you'd like to chat with. We'll try to get at least one of them on the show with you. And uh, our final thoughts, gentlemen. Lou, we'll start with you. Loving the graphics. I can't wait to hit Terra from Beyond. I'm going to get there one day. <laughs> <laughs> I will. But enjoying it, and oh, we're still here because I need to go back and play. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, tell me about it. <laughs> um, I'd like to say 1.4 has been has been absolutely amazing, and uh, there's there's been a lot of a lot of minor um, things that have that have made the game um, better in a big way. And uh, my 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 weekend game has been has been short, unfortunately. But uh, what I have experienced in the game this week has been has been amazing. And uh, the next couple of days while I'm off, I'm uh, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to spending a lot of time in game and and enjoying all this all this new functionality. Uh, that 1.4 has brought. Uh, Fred, we'll give you the final word. My final thought is that that last lore segment makes me sad because apparently HK51 is going to call me an organic instead of a meat bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to keep some separation, you know. That's going to be HK47's line. That's right. It makes him an epic character. I hope HK51 has some unique phrase. Like, call you a dirt-sucking hut. Bantha liquor. There you go. Bantha liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of bantha liquors, where is Bodar? 
don't let him hear you say that. He's going to get upset. Okay. What's he going to do? Fix the ship? All right. I understand, Bodor. Okay. All right. We know you don't like Banthas. This yes. is the sound of Bodar being force choked. <laughs> well, shut up and fix the ship, and it won't happen again. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to try and get ourselves off of Hoth, and uh, and we will see you next week. But first, here's how to reach us. We have a website, swotorreforged.com, S-W-T-O-R-R-E-F-O-R-G-E-D.com is our website. You can find this show, all of our episodes, news uh, updates by Brian Armstrong as well, all there on Swotor Reforged. Com. Our portal site for the network is questgamingnetwork.com. You can find all of our episodes for all of our shows starting there, questgamingnetwork.com. We have forums as well, questgamingcommunity.com. If you'd like to email the show, swotorreforged at gmail.com is the way to go. If you'd rather tweet us, you can tweet at the show, at swotorreforged. I am Evarwin. You can tweet me at Evarwin, E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. Lou is at GamerGuy11B, G-A-M-E-R-G-U-Y-11B. And Fred is at SithLordKorv, K-O-R-V. And currently, Fred is giving me something on my hollow communicator here. Uh, the network. Twitter is at QG Network. QG Network you want to say something to the network and you should follow us because we're making some changes to all of our shows and the network in general and uh we are we are giving um previews through that twitter so if you follow qg network you'll you'll know what's to come before it actually before it actually occurs facebook you also see all the community casts announced on there oh yeah that too <laughs> Facebook, we have a presence on Facebook. You can click the Facebook button on all of our websites, including SwotorReforged.com, to like us and automatically follow all of our updates. Swotor Reforged is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with the Middle Earth Network. It's going to be a good night because I'm going to cut Bodar open and make a blanket. Aww. Hey, we're on Hoth. You know, in a galaxy far, far away, that galaxy pita is coming after you, Fred. Good night, everyone. See you all next week. <laughs> and Bodar, thanks for joining us again. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Be safe, and may the Force be with you. Remember, the Force will be with you always. Oh, oh, oh.
<laughs> you fat tub of lard. <laughs> Hey guys, we got a stowaway on board. Hold on, who, what's your name? It's a truck. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> it's a truck. Oh Not god. The Admiral. Anything but the Admiral. <laughs> hey! I had no idea, kid. Hold on, let's <laughs> I don't like my voice. Is that how I sound? Yeah, it's how you sound. Oh, I I like how you sound. Edit that and fix me. Sure, I'll uh, I'll get right on that. Here we go, and I'm done. While not the first MMO to do so, what puzzles, if any, would you like to see in these fights? No, it actually says, while not the first MMO to do-do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, your favorite character, your favorite companion. Yeah, they're doing uh, companion blogs now, where they give you the history of the companions, and the first one you started off with is Kalia. <laughs> Great, so now I can learn how she got syphilis. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha.